I didn't start the captions. <laughs> or the overlay. Like, yeah. Captions are Look what you've done there. <laughs> <laughs> the it always happens when you're doing it. It's always Because I have other stuff on my mind, so well, I just I forget to do it. If I don't mm-hmm. do it when I set up, I forget mm-hmm. if I'm DMing. Uh, so that's just, that's classic. That's uh-huh. really great. I do have to gamble all of my points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see yeah. What happens. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's here the whole evening. <laughs> oh, my God. He's Mike and Adam. Is, is there a... Is, is it busted to where you can't win? I don't think so. No, I think you can win. Phew. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Horrible. Right. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are Not Great RPG, and we are here once again for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, once again, we will play <coughs> for one week, and then we will have off another week. Hello, Midnight. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, because it's Thanksgiving next week, so we will not be playing. We will be playing Oshwamp, though. Some pre-Thanksgiving horror for you yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be thankful for the things <laughs> that, you, yeah, exactly. that you get to keep from me. <laughs> exactly. The captions are not working. I think it's okay. That's fine. Ooh. It's fine. We do our best, buddy. Sometimes things break. Yeah, it's fine. I hit uh, start. Yeah, no, sometimes it just doesn't work. It's okay. She's very cute. She wants me to not be holding her. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be free. Anyway, uh, we will go around the table real quick, and then I will do a brief recap, and we'll pick up where we left off <laughs> several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Glenn, and I play Endgear. That's not Autumn. <laughs> that's not Mike. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, because I'm ZonkeyCon. <laughs> <laughs> I play Ren with a W. Mm-hmm. With a W. And an R. Mm-hmm. And an R. Mm-hmm. And an E. But more importantly. Two N's. Two N's. Two N's. That changes everything. Anyway, uh, I am Don, the DM for this campaign. Uh, last time, you guys were awoken by Engear uh, walking over to Marcus and saying... Hey, there's some strained boys in the woods looking at me. Uh, <laughs> what a way to put that. There are these boys in the woods, you see. I'm glad that you came to me to resolve that crisis. Marcus, boys. <laughs> Marcus, there's boys in the woods. Well. The woods boys. Well, thank God I sleep in the nude. I'll handle this post case, Edgar. No problem. Um, there, there are boys that have that have followed me here. Uh, I'm going to pick you up during the recap. Yeah, yeah. Headhunters, one might call them. Headhunters. Yeah. Bounty men. Bounty boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the quicker. Just a handful of <laughs> bounty boys. Um, and Angier continued around the caravan to try to kind of shield and act like he was peeing behind the caravan. Uh, Marcus then stood and walked over to Cookie, woke up Cookie, and said, Hey, I need you to make a, a, a big sound and wake up everybody else, kind of nonchalantly. Uh, because there's boys in the woods. Wake <laughs> <laughs> the like, gang, there's boys in the woods. <laughs> um, and he did. He yelled a lot and banged on a pan and said, Hey, I'm Cookie, I'm the best. There's boys in the woods. That is basically what happened. Oh. Um, and uh, and Gear climbed to the top of the carriage and, and kind of hid peeking over it and the the three bounty hunters came out of the woods, uh, each with a different tattoo on their head, one of an ear, one of an eye, one of a mouth. 
Um, they made their way onto the battlefield and fought all of you, uh, each taking the kind of form of whatever was on their forehead in terms of what affected them and what they did in terms of pseudo-magical energy that they had uh, within themselves. They did attempt to get Mr. Engear, but did not succeed as you guys were able to uh, to get all of them. During the battle, uh, Marcus started to glow with a bit of a fiery intensity and felt like he needed to just keep hitting the man in front of him, which was incredibly upsetting, uh, while wielding the horrifying greatsword that he got under the city. Um, after the battle was finished, Marcus went over to a rock in the forest to kind of reflect reflect, and ponder <laughs> what has just happened uh, and, and attempt to uh, kind of stop the wood! <laughs> Scratches to get in, scratches to get out. The cats are fucking trips. <laughs> oh she, my she was, god! She was screaming at me when I went yeah. out there to do the caption. Really? Uh, she, she's very upset yeah. if she's not in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but also, also doesn't want to be doesn't want to be in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dandelion went over and comforted Consoled. him and, yeah. and talked to him about kind of what had happened and indicated that you know his hair changed when he picked up the sword mark is like i've never seen my hair mm-hmm. uh because we don't have mirrors mm-hmm. we're looking for one but we don't have one right now so mm-hmm. i i, I can't see my hair one, but we don't have any actually. mirrors no mirrors mm-hmm. um, i actually destroyed a mirror <laughs> that did. i had earlier you did you scraped the silver out of silver it. for it um and uh continued to ponder kind of the ramifications of using this weapon and the horrifying uh, kind of mental fortitude that would be required to not uh, succumb. Go apeshit on people and succumb to this Mm -hmm. rather demonic uh, entity (laughs) as he posed the question to to the rest of the group like, hey, anybody know about demons? Mm -hmm. No, no, all right. Uh, (laughs) Twigs. Twigs Queen knew Twigs about, Queen demons, knew about and demons. Coincidentally, spoke Abyssal. Spoke and that's Abyssal. why she knows Abyssal yes. and was taught it by her queen. Yes, yes, she did. Yep. Nothing to worry about. Uh, nothing to worry about there yep. whatsoever. Totally fine. Mm. Uh, let me make sure I wrote that down because <laughs> I'm not sure that I did, and I definitely should. Should yeah. Uh, Just write it down again. Write it down again. Yeah, no, I remember it being a, like she said that she spoke Abyssal, and it was like, oh dear God, what? And you were like, wait a minute, like we've got to make this make sense. Yep. And absolutely, I think there's a, a good justification for the Queen to know it. Thank you very much, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank, Thank you very, you. very much. You about demons. Yeah, I do remember that. specifically asking her like how. Um, yeah, and she did not know. Yeah. It was I like remember a, writing it, but I don't see it. Oh, that's fine. It was like uh, the the queen thought it might be pertinent for me when I'm out and about. As mm, a, like, that's right. In case you run into any of yeah, these things. Yeah, there are a be- lot of them like, around. It for her was a warning to me of like, they are bad. I think also she knows the like, don't enter into packs. Yes, that's someone. what I was about to say. Yeah. She knew okay. not to make deals with demons. And yes. everyone was like, why the fuck does she know that? Yeah, what, is yeah. that what, is the, yep. what is the meaning behind that? Unfortunately, already after I made a pact with a demon. Yeah. Whoops. Shucks. Hindsight, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make any new packs with demons. Yeah, don't make additional ones. Well, yeah, I've already got to appease my first demon. Yeah. Um, 
Mr. Pigeon levitated one of the bodies as Engear in a fit of rage for the men that had come for him after his escape, uh, was punching this one of these assassins while Mr. Pigeon then levitated it into the air like a balloon. Uh, Mr. Pigeon then built a sleigh to try to pull people along with the levitated uh, corpse. Uh, everybody then went to sleep, woke up the next morning, and continued heading south in the carriage. Cookie in the front, sitting with our good friend Marcus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is where we are picking up. Uh, heading south towards the capital of Arbor, Ardale. Uh, you are all in the carriage. It is about midday. Um, if there's anything you would like to talk about during your journey, uh, feel free to do so now. If not, we will... Uh, arrive at our destination come nightfall. Sure. Uh, just in terms of logistics, for me, I know when I, again, we talked about this before, when I came through this area, I had stopped at a different town. Correct. So, like, just for Cookie, seems like he has an understanding of the direction we're going with mm-hmm. ma- ensuring that we maintain the road. Yes. I just want to make sure Cookie maintains the road. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, he, he knows where he's going. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, like, my I'm the best. Well, <laughs> Cookie, no! I've been cooking since you woke me yeah. up this morning. Best at cooking, but not the best at driving. Um, um, but yeah, you went to essentially the first of the larger cities. Yeah, within, Rose just, Lake. Yeah, just to try to get help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just... For me, understanding the logistics of the oh, direction yes. we're going, making sure Cookie keeps us on the road. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I'm up here with Cookie. I don't know who else would even be in the same caravan as I am, because it's two wagons? or something? It's one wagon, and then there's just Cookie's like trailer. That's right, and then Mike's sled behind. Correct, yes. being dragged behind the trailer. Sure. Like okay. a balloon, yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Uh, they would be in... Mr. Pigeon would be on the sled... Yeah, Mr. Pigeon and Twig are in the... Uh, actually, Mr. Pigeon is in the sled. Twig is in Cookie's carriage just staring at Mr. Pigeon for the entirety of the yeah, ride. Yeah, out of the back of the... Uh, yeah, out of the back, just the canvas. watching his every move as he tinkers with kind of the, the, the aspects of this sled. Okay. In silence, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> <gasps> My finger! <laughs> what just happened? Um, yeah, I mean... I feel like I am still in a quiet, contemplative mindset. I'm just going to enjoy the the serene sounds of nature and the open road and the horses and the the rough terrain at points and, you know, just, just snack on some whatever things Cookie has prepared and enjoy my time with this nice old man. Very good. Yeah, he's got some uh, some roast boar sandwiches. Ah, my God. It's delicious. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. And some uh, some ice cream cookies, ice cream cookies for clarity, because there is no refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he looks over to you, hey, uh Marcus, would you mind <laughs> taking the reins for a minute? Uh, just need to have a conversation with our friend Endgear back here. Yeah, no problem. I'm very proficient in this kind of stuff. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank God yeah. I have land vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna just flip around in the seat. End gear. Hmm. What's up? Um. Uh, that was pretty rough that back there with <laughs> those people that clearly came for you. Yeah. I suppose so. 
Uh, to be honest, um, it's not hard for me to recognize the look on a man's face who doesn't want to go back to where he came from. But you're safe now. Why well, would ever you say that? I'm happy to go anywhere. <laughs> it's okay, you're among friends. The, the habit of always looking over your shoulder. Uh, dies hard. Cookie, how yeah. many men have you killed? <laughs> killed? None. You sound like you've killed a lot of people. No. Uh, I just... Kind of know what you're going through. Know that life. I had a life before I was a chef. What is it you did? Uh, it was a minor of sorts. Well, we all start small and then get... Yeah, yeah, like rocks and things. Yeah. Uh, you know, good at getting into small spaces. That type of thing. Oh, oh, like, uh... Yeah. Got, yes. I thought you meant small. I was like, yes, I was also small once, yes. No, it's mostly a, a dwarf thing, but, uh... You know, sometimes there's other people that can do that kind of thing. Cookie's a human, correct? No, or is he a, a dwarf, right? He's a gnome? No. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see that sometimes people work jobs that not typically meant for them, but they still find use for you. Yeah. In my tribe, we always found use for someone. Everybody always had job. <laughs> she wants to leave. There goes that cat again. Wait, be quiet. <laughs> everyone is always useful in some capacity, so. Yeah, that's right. But, uh. Do you miss it? God, no. Not remotely. Not that life. So, what, you just left your life behind and. Start a new one? You could say that. Yeah. Just kinda... Ran. Didn't look back. But aren't you scared of it catching up one day? You are for a while. But... uh, When you're as old as I am, it... Does start to fade. But it's... It is hard. To get used to not... Always looking. Oh, hopefully this finds me one day. I I, I do fear that uh, this may be something that I cannot outrun. I don't think that's true. You, you're a resourceful guy. I'm sure you can get rid of or get away from anything. You've got friends, uh... People that care about you and want to look out for you. You got cookie. I, I do. I do have cookie. I don't know. Wounds are still too fresh to heal. I figured as much. The, even though the skin may heal, 
The pain lingers for quite some time. That is true, my friend. That is very true. I fear that there is a very long, long journey ahead of me before I can find peace again. And that's okay. It's not about how long it takes or where you go or where you end up. It's who you're with. Like the friends we made along the way? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I suppose it's true. But so many new faces I've seen from distance for quite some time. They don't not know the true me. Hmm. I'm sure it's probably peeked its ugly head out before, but... Still, you're all strangers. Everybody's a stranger until they're not. I suppose. Got all we have. I suppose so. Listen, um... When we start approaching the outskirts of the city um, should roughly be before nightfall you might want to uh, let me know pull over I'll show you where we can go I, I fear going into the city might be a bit too dangerous just yet alright that's fine I'll, uh, I'll let you know when you're getting close. I mean, you'll see the city in the distance, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah, no problem. Cookie's got your back. Cookie's got my back. Uh, flip back around. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, no problem, Cookie. <laughs> Anything to assist. I just love the idea of little tiny Cookie. I didn't realize he was a gnome. I thought he was a dwarf. <laughs> uh, he's very the fact that he's a gnome is just like him spinning around and being, what's wrong, big guy? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Get the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, if, once he spins around, I'll kind of sit back in my seat a little bit and kind of like pull out my herbs and roll myself a, a smoke. Mm-hmm. Dandelion's going to play a dice game with Shimmer. Okay, sure. I don't know if Shimmer knows the rules. Yeah, I mean, he's um, going to try to, like, replicate what you're doing by picking up the dice in his mouth and just throwing them, spitting them right in front of you. I don't know if Dandelion knows the rules. Either. <laughs> yeah, it might just be but, rolling dice. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to get good at rolling specific dice. Okay. So I guess you just pick pick it up and say like four. <laughs> <laughs> You're a natural. Yeah. Do it again. Hmm? Do it again. I'm using a D12 for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't get used that often, but uh, eleven. It was nine. Okay, close. Yeah. Yeah, you um, you sit in the back of the caravan and just kind of. 
uh, you know, roll dice to shimmer, and he picks it up and tosses it back to you. He just kind of, like, tilts his head and looks at you. Is he getting better at the game? I mean, to a degree. I mean, he's just picking them up and throwing them, but random chance, you know, he's gotten a couple. Just kind of looking at you. Just huffs a bit of smoke in your direction. I don't know if you should do that inside. He just, like, looks at the Is it covered? No. (laughs) Oh, it's not. uh, Never mind. There there are areas of it that are covered, but it's not a a fully covered wagon. There's, like, windows and stuff inside. Yeah. Is... I think we had this discussion before. What kind of wagon... Like, what kind of cart is this? Is it like a... I think we said, like, um, Oregon Trail style. Yeah. Okay. It just has a more solid Where it has the rungs and the canvas over it. Yeah. But you said it's got a solid... It's got a solid roof, because Angier was on it. That's right, you were standing on it. Yeah. You would have broken right through if it Mm -hmm. was... Or I was walking on the rungs. (laughs) I'm going to pull out my journal and start scribbling in it. Okay. While I'm sitting here. Sure. He just continues to look at you and throw the dice back and forth. Is he looking like he's trying to tell me something, or is he just having a good time? He's just having a good time. He's just vibing. Yeah. So you're, you're throwing the dice at him, so he's kind of like, you know. Well, then I would just it. start, like, with Pippin with the treats. Yeah. Just <laughs> start. He skitters across yeah. the bottom of the cart and goes and grabs the dice mm-hmm. and brings it back and <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Danny Lyon. She's there's no goal yeah, in no, mind. Just for this. just doing it. She's just occupying her Some travel time. time. Yeah. Run anything? Um. I think uh, at some point on the on the journey to the next town over. Um. I think I'd just be talking to Belle about um, the the need to learn how to hold a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, that there will come a time when we need to be able to lay low and not be obvious. Sure. And uh, not everybody is gray. <laughs> Easier to blend in if you can hold a mask. Okay. Just think about it as an extension of yourself. She, like, kind of furrows her brow and focuses for a second. And she, like, scrunches up her face and she opens her eyes and you can see that her irises are blue. It's a start. Did it it work? Mm Mm-hmm. A practice. Yes. When I was learning, I thought about faces that I had seen. Details that felt like they fit who I saw myself as. Like pieces. Puzzles. Yes. Yes. Good to not take all of one person. Mm. Otherwise you'll Blend in too much. Okay. I'll practice that. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 
as you're ready. Okay. And she continues to just mm-hmm. practice small things on your carriage ride. As you guys are riding, day becomes evening, and evening becomes almost night. It's just past sunset. It's dark. You can see there are stars shining down on your caravan. And you feel the carriage come to a halt. And Cookie just looks back. All right, Angir, where am I going? I'm going to fold up my book and sit up and look out. Uh, That way. And I'm going to point off of the trail. I know that's the trees, Angir. Yeah. Okay. It is a hidden spot. Okay. Sure. And I'll like I'll scooch up to the front if there's room for three. Oh, yeah, you can like small. sit I'll put and them on look. my knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. That's fine. I'm and a I'll person. Like, <laughs> and I'll point him through passageways through the trees. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys um, uh, get directed by Angir through this uh, almost hole in the trees that's kind of just covered with vines hanging off of the branches. And you ride through and ride for a few minutes. And you start to hear uh, just like general chatter from like an inn. And you see lights in the distance. And as you get closer, you get a better look at what you're uh, at what you're seeing. And you see a large wooden building made of a grayish, uh, like, faded wood. Um, stained green in a few areas from where moss had probably grown on it. Um, two stories tall. An extremely moss-covered, gray, shingled roof. Um... The second floor has these large, very tall, almost coffin-shaped windows uh, on the edges. And you can see on opposite sides, one on the back and one on the side, you can see two large, almost crude cobblestone chimneys extending towards the sky with a third one in the center, uh, slightly off-centered from the top of this building. And as you get closer... You can see that all of the windows are, they look like they're covered from the inside. Um, You can see some light coming through, but they look almost um, smoky, almost like there was a fire on the other side of them at some point. Um, You hear the sounds of what sounds like a couple people in there drinking and laughing and talking, and you kind of pull to a stop, and you see... At the front of this, slightly sticking out, sit two double doors, very heavy mahogany that looks like it weighs a substantial amount just by looking at the at the wood. Um, flanking these double doors are two uh, what looks like ship's cannons on either side of the door, wheels and all as if they would appear on the ship, not that most of you have seen mm-hmm. uh, anything like that before. You've seen cannons, but certainly not. Uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods um, 
Swinging above the door is a large wooden sign hanging from ropes. The words Madam Morrigan's written on it. Um, the logo of this inn is a large wooden mug, which what almost looks like a like a spout on the other side, uh, and a large silver flourishing handle. Um, at the center of this mug are the letters MM matching the name. Can you describe that again? The the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a uh, like a large wooden mug with a elongated spout on the one side. Um, a large silver flourishing handle that's almost shaped like a... Uh, like a spout on the mug? On or? the mug. Kind of oh, coming off oh. of the mug. Kind of like a coffee pot. Almost. Yes, almost like a coffee pot or, sure. like, a, or like a watering can. Okay, almost. sure. Um, okay. But definitively a mug. Um, but kind of elongated and thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a very large... On the other side, a flourishing handle that is in the shape of a P uh, on the opposite side of the spout. Curiously, P going away from mug? Like the hood of the P going away from the mug? Yes. So just like the the empty space would be like where the hand goes. Sure. Yep. So it's against that. Yep. So... Like yonder P. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you can see on the other side of the sign, it's mirrored the other way. So the P oh, is like if the, the sign were to flip, right? Sure. You would see okay. it mirrored yeah, the yeah, other yeah. way. So, so like an old Westerly sign like where P. it's on two sides. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So mug M M spout P. Almost like yes. the sign is like die cut, right? Yes. Exactly. Cool. Exactly that. You should get really lucky that her initials are reversible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Better they weren't, and that's a stage name. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, kind of like this. Yep. That's where you see on the other side, and then the other side is flipped Flip. the other way. Yeah, I went more for a faucet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping my thoughts. That's totally fine. <laughs> this is the laundromat. My, yeah. My art is... <laughs> yeah, as soon as the uh, the carriage comes to a stop, I'm pulling my hood up on my cloak. I'm making sure that my mask is pulled up nice and tight over my face. Uh, this area is very dangerous. Why are we here, then? Um... There's good information here, and I like their food. Oh. Yeah, well, that's good enough for me. I mean, we need any information that we can possibly get as of right now. We're in very uncharted territories. None of us are from uh, or had a really good time living in Arbor. Exactly. Uh, You might want to obscure your identities walking in. Nothing too crazy. Like, just pull your hood up. You don't want to be seen coming and going from a place like this. Oh. And the food here is delicious. All right. Gourmet, in fact. That's a big word for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got... Marcus doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah, they'll Something. never notice me. <laughs> I just have all these really identifying tattoos. Well, <laughs> someone once told me you can always find one. A shirt? Yeah, I'm going to look around. I'm going to just find or a piece tattoo. of fabric around <laughs> sure. and rip it. And just like rip off a bit of fabric and just drape it over Marcus's head. That's perfect. 
like a poncho. <laughs> no, no, just, just like... <laughs> You're like a ghost. Just like, no, just like a little bit of... <laughs> yes, like just throw the rag yeah. over his head. <laughs> they can't see me and I can't see them. Disguised. Yeah. Perfect. Tattoo is um, still showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. I'm not sure if that's going to work. I do own clothes. Do Do you? Yeah. I wore a nice shirt that one time. Uh, we saw the king. Oh, that's right. I had a shirt on when we were hugging the king. We also have cloaks. I don't have a cloak anymore. You could have mine. I don't think it'll fit. That Just would be about as effective as... I'm really appreciating this piece together outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put on my own shirt. (laughs) That makes sense. I could probably do this, and I'll just reach out and put my hand on end gear. I'm assuming it becomes small? Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll take the the now unused rag that I had ripped for Marcus and just put it on top of Dandelion's (laughs) head. All right, her well, tiny can... little head. Takes <laughs> you care m- of you her. might want to stand on his shoulder, otherwise there's just a floating rag, and that's I don't think any better. You have a hood, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just sit right in his hood. That'll work. And you see uh, Mr. Pigeon and Twig walk over, and Mr. Pigeon looks <laughs> at you and just... I agree, Mr. Pigeon. This is probably not the best environment for a clown. And he just points in the woods... You're going to lurk in the trees? What's that, boy? <laughs> Damn. He's pointing at a barn fire. <laughs> I did that. Twig fell down the well. <laughs> oh, you're burning the innocence. All right. And, oh, uh, incense. Sorry, yeah. I misunderstood you. Cloud speak. Cloud speak. Yeah, and he just pulls out a balloon and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um... Uh, Twig just looks over at all of you. We're going to look around. Yep. Do some recon. That tracks. We'll be safe. Remember where the caravan is. Mm. Keep How'd... an eye out on Mr. Pigeon. Yeah. How'd you get out of where you were? It's a long story. Is like a door? You said something about the forest, right? Yes. Um, I believe there was a door. Like a hole? Cave? Yeah, it was. There was a uh, hidden trap door. We're gonna look for a door. You guys got it. You're the best at that stuff. Take care. And Come I back just... to the caravan when you're done. Okay. And just walk off. Mr. Pigeon just <laughs> pulls out his sickles and, and yep. <laughs> just just runs into off into the <laughs> night. Yeah, he runs off into the night. And like zombie random follows behind. <laughs> Flosses into the forest. (laughs) He never dismissed the flossing. He's still doing it. Twig was very talkative today. (laughs) (laughs) More than ever. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Cookie. Yeah. I'm going to take the rag and put it on Cookie's head now. You're coming in with us? Yeah, and he pulls the rag off and he, like, slices a little hole in it and pulls it over his neck. So it's just like a dicky. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> it looks like he's wearing a bib. <laughs> <laughs> really also gonna hide his identity. <laughs> hey, it's me, I'm the best. <laughs> I heard the boom fucking slaps here. <laughs> 
Hey, it's me, Schnooky. I'm the best. Right. Don't. Schnooky. <laughs> and, um, just, uh, just let me do the talking. We walk inside, you find table and sit. That tracks. That sounds good. I do have a cloak, by the way. So I'm going to put my cloak on as well. Good. I'm a very honest paladin. Very honest. Take my, uh... With your hood, hooded lantern. Yeah, 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 no, and... I'm going to leave my, um... My weapons inside and bring only my paladin tools. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the crowbar. <laughs> the my gra- my grappling hook, my small hammer. Yeah, yeah. silver yeah. Yeah, that's right. uh, Of course, of course. Of course. Yeah, paladin brand. Yeah. yeah. My, my hooded lantern, my locks and keys. <laughs> of course. Some flasks of oil. <laughs> as we, uh, as we approach. Small skinning knife. <laughs> as we start approaching the, uh, the door, I'm going to stop once more. They do require payment for entry. Like, money? Yes. Well, I have that's, that. That's fine. How much? I'm going to need one gold each, and if you have any rocks or bones or anything that are kind of into that here. I think Twig has all of those. Waited until after Twig left? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> can I retcon? No, I mean, you can. No, no, I don't want to take Twig's bones. She would not give them to us. No, no. <laughs> she she might have given you the popcorn teeth, but I think she traded those. She did. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of knives. I'm gonna hand him a gold for me and a gold for the child. No, no, kids eat free. <laughs> oh, I love this place. Wait a minute, the dandelion doesn't need to give anybody. I'm not a child. She's also don't not visible right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> um, well, I think I'm only. Am I staying? Should I stay hidden the whole time? Ideally, yeah. I mean, I don't think they necessarily have people who are gonna. And uh, do we get like a ticket after we give them the, the the gold coin? Do they like stamp your hand? Is there gonna be any way for them to identify that Dandelion didn't pay after we're inside? I think they do wear bracelets. All right, I well have then gold. you give them gold. <laughs> well, I think we only need to pay for one, two, three, because I can just. Hey, I'm Cookie. I'm a kid. <laughs> You're an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it probably won't work. Uh, he has a beard, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no mosquito. <laughs> you don't know anything about gnomes. <laughs> you ever seen Italian children? <laughs> I'm smoking. I'm a child. They look like fucking gnomes. Am I right? Hold on. <laughs> now that's fucking gnomes. There are several implications Cash. to that Cash. comment. Stereotype. <laughs> it's fine. I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> like okay. from Italy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that place we where's, where's Italy on the map, Don? Dude, like totally. <laughs> totally down here in the city. Wait, wait, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, God. God. There's um, no boot here. I mean, that's kind of that's slightly like, boot. Yeah. Uh, I'm, if your boot looks like that, you probably. I'm going to put yeah. my cloak over Belle since okay. she is not. Yeah, uh, obvious. Discreet. Yes. And I don't care if I'm not See. discreet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus? Hey, I'm kind of the best. What's, what do you need? <laughs> Cookie? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Do, do we pay like a bouncer or something? I said I will do talking. They, know, they know me here. I'll give you a gold. Yeah, sure. I have a dollar. Three, so that's four... Excellent. Does anybody have any rocks? I have no um, rock. Let me check. There's a couple of rocks let's right here. I'll take those. 
I have um, I have some mushrooms. Kind of like rocks. <laughs> what, what kind of mushrooms? Like rocks I have and four. Like I have four rocks, stink bones, shrooms. Whatever. Just whatever. They, I have. They like things. Six lust Just shrooms. Stuff. And an imp stool. Uh, uh, items. Just stuff. Just to sweeten deal. I'll give you one of the lust shrooms. What kind of shroom is it? Lust shroom. Lust shroom? Yes, it makes you want to eat all other mushrooms that you see. I'll hand him it. my smoke beards beard smoke. <laughs> Very good. It's a pipe that makes beards out of smoke. That's a thing? I'll hold it up to my face and then, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And I'll also hand him a Southport Citizen badge. <laughs> Very good. Forgot that, I, that those are things that happen. Just clear these things out of my inventory. Perfect. Was it you Citizen said or was it like Citizen badge? Watch or I think it was City Watch. It was something weird. Something we weird. Like, like, that definitely really holds like some kind of. It, it was judiciary power. It was the weird, like, the, like, uh, buttons that people were wearing oh, in, like, uh, patriotism during the parade yes, with the right. fake oh, grins yes. on their face. Oh, right. And I stole one of them. Yeah, I fucking love that there's Kramer. badges for a citizen. Uh-huh. <laughs> freeze, please, freeze, citizen! <laughs> I mean, That's right. I, I feel like it's essentially like wearing, like, a America. Like, yeah. It's like wearing a, a New Jersey pin. Yeah. 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 Mm, now, uh, now remember, do not talk to anyone. Sure. Why? If Endgame is gonna get the information. You're gonna do all the talking. Yep. For now, yes. Okay. We're gonna get Just to relax and take it easy, Dan. Go in, find the spot. Uh, sit close to the fireplace. I'll Central, have Shimmer... middle of the room. I'll have Shimmer sit with Marcus. That works. Right? I have a dragon. Very good. Small dragon. Small pseudo dragon. We're gonna go ahead and open them doors and take mm-hmm. a step on inside. Yeah. Uh, you walk inside and you are greeted with a litany of uh, smells of, of smoked meats and, and spilled ale and all sorts of other, you know, traditional Inn and tavern yeah. scents as you smells walk like a tavern. Smells like a tavern. Um, tavern smell. Yeah. And, we have a candle uh, for that. Yep. Yeah, we do. Hat. Unless DJ uh, took it. DJ may have taken he it. He might have. I don't remember uh, what he took. I think he took the bread one. No, that's not that to Luna. I don't know. Um, you take a few steps in and uh, you see there are several tables scattered about the room. Uh, there are a couple over open ones over near the fireplace. Uh, on the one side, there's another... Um, all the way at the back, you can see at the center is a staircase that spirals up to the second floor. Uh, and around this staircase is where the bar is. Um, and behind it, you see a uh, what appears to be a half-elven woman um, Slightly longer than shoulder length black hair, 
uh, with some silver streaks in it uh, that look almost intentional. Um, they're not like uh, like single strands of hair; like they are whole streaks. Yeah, chunks. Um, looks to be about late forties, early fifties. Uh, very good shape. Um, slightly muscular build. Um, and the most striking thing, even from this distance that you can see, is her irises appear to be purple and gold that are kind of shimmering. Uh, purple and gold in each? In or each. one purple, one gold? Both purple and gold. Okay. Kind of kind of shimmering and, sure. and, and uh, swimming and mixing together. Sarah, similar to your... Um, when she does the pull the glitter potion, potion thing, yeah, yeah. where yeah. they're kind of just—that's immediately yeah. what I thought. Yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, they look uh, like cosmic goo. That yeah. thing we had earlier in the campaign, mm -hmm. cosmic goo. Um, <laughs> she has long, dark blue pants, uh, an almost steampunk-looking corset made of the same blue fabric as the pants, uh, which is sitting over top of a lighter blue, um, almost sapphire but more pale uh, shirt. A deep blue coat with gold accents, um, almost military style. Yeah, in she nature. looks to me like a, an old-fashioned militia from the United States Revolutionary Army. <laughs> different colors, different color yeah, pants, and, and like, but like more, the, blue, you know the notorious blue coat. Kind of yeah. sounds like the captain from Treasure Planet. Yes, visually with, with very similar. Aside from being like a feline person, yes, very the same similar, outfit. Very similar. If that helps for your mental picturing, <laughs> very similar to the captain from Treasure Planet. Never seen that uh, it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you'd really like it. We watched um, it recently. Yeah. Morally gray villains. It's pretty great. It's real good. Um, the collar is lined with a, uh, a grayish fur, and the back, like... Um, it's not called a petticoat. I don't know what it's called. Unlike the back of a suit, the like tails. the tails. tails. Um, yeah. It's one piece that extends downward, and you can see that the inside of that is also lined with this gray fur. Um, and you can see as she reaches up and grabs things. You can see right here on her is the logo of the uh, of this Ever. inn, um, but in gray scale instead of color, tattooed on her arm. In this orientation, specifically. Sure. Yeah, as we walk in, close the door behind us. I'll gesture over to a table for you guys. I'm gonna sit down. Mm -hmm. Indeed. I'm yeah. gonna see whether or not Shimmer will heal. <laughs> like if Shimmer's like listening to my commands. Shimmer will probably now, just Shimmer. grow up in your hood. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I thought Shimmer would walk in with me, but yeah, no. No, he's okay. probably just he's, like, he's like chilling draped, on your shoulder. Yeah, he's like draped around your shoulder. Like a scarf. Yeah, mm -hmm. like a scarf. He's getting ready to check you out. Scarf dragon. Yeah. Grab <laughs> a sleeper hole. Mm -hmm. Is he playing dead? Like, is he just like? Eh. No, he's just snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll my hood down enough mm -hmm. to keep Dandelion in it. <laughs> sure. And I'm gonna go okay, walk walk up to the bar. And can I have something to drink? And she looks up. And gear. Didn't expect to see you back so soon. Madam. Hopefully not trouble. No. I see you've brought friends. Yes. People don't normally return to pay their debt this quickly, or is this something more uh, it is serious. a little selfish, but somewhat in need, yes. I don't know why they came in here acting all shady like that with the hoods up. It's a little weird, right? 
they also wanted me to give this to you, and I hand her a pouch with all the shit in it. <laughs> and I appreciate trinkets. I'm sure we can use this for something. Um, uh, there's a mushroom in there. Cook it up or something. Uh, <laughs> you just hear, be careful with the mushroom. <laughs> she kind of... Be fearful of the mushroom. Okay, sure, and then we won't cook it. Uh, perhaps this conversation would be better had in the back room? Uh, and I'm like, listen to see if there's anything else coming out of my hood. For you and your friends. Yes, um, maybe my usual room? If it is not occupied? It's that serious? No, just, uh... Perhaps one level down. Abundance of caution. Sure. And uh, she looks over her shoulder. Uh, Artemis, if you wouldn't mind. And she turns, and a large red dragonborn uh, walks over to the table where all of you are sitting. Uh, let me describe what he looks like. Uh, he is a red dragonborn with golden eyes, uh, golden irises. Um, he has silver vambraces and chest armor. Uh, he has a silver spiked pauldron on the right shoulder, a blue fabric cloth covering the left that extends up from his blue tunic. Um, as he moves, and this tunic kind of uh, moves back and forth, you can see that there are scars that are on his chest that are mostly being covered by this shirt. Um and his horns come out of his head and wrap straight back and he walks over to your table uh, excuse me um your friend Engir has uh, procured some uh, accommodations for you all if you'd be so kind as to follow me thank you wonderful I'd be looking at you guys from the bar yeah I'll assist everybody up and Moosey on over towards Engir. Right this way. <laughs> Follow my dragonborn friend. Very good. Need to uh, read the message one second. Dashed my drugs under the table. Very good. <laughs> Plant a bomb. <laughs> we have dynamite. <laughs> Did we? We still have some. We probably still have dynamite. Okay. I, yeah, I thought, I, it I thought might Ren be in their dynamite. control. No, we took all of Ren's things after he disappeared. That's right, that's right. He yeah, so it might, it might still be with sleeves, them. Yeah. yeah. That's how we were able to open up the castle so quickly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, ensure that you know, Shimmer's feeling good. Uh, Very good. As Artemis approaches, I'll go ahead and pull out of the bag the uh, the pipe that was in the bag that Ren gave me. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to give you this. Reaches out his hand. Thank you. Just kind of tucks it into his pocket. I think you'll enjoy it. Much appreciated. Uh, right this way. He walks around the backside of the stairs and clicks a button on the underside of the stairs and a door opens and he beckons inside. I'll be right behind you. Gesture everybody down. Once they're all down, I'll turn to him and be like, is the madam going to come and sit with us? 
Yes, of course. We'll have someone cover the front. Sounds good. Into yonder secret basement I go. Very good. Uh, yeah, you all walk down the stairs and uh, find yourself in what appears to just be the storeroom of the tavern. Uh, there are casks of ale and uh, shelves with food and things of that nature. Nothing odd. Yeah. Uh, and you hear two sets of footsteps behind you um, as the door closes. And in walk, uh, who you presume is Madame Morrigan herself and this red dragonborn. Uh, your friend Engir here tells me you're all in a bit of a situation. Yes. Yeah. Did you say that? Well, we were told not to speak, so... Sure. Engir said he'd do the talking. It is fine to speak to her. Oh! You want to watch out for the red guy, though. He's troublemaker. And I'll, like, wink at him. <laughs> yeah, and he just kind of... Yes. Big troublemaker over here. All right. Just kidding. Uh, name's Artemis. Pleasure to meet you. Marcus Shaw the Fourth. <laughs> and you uh, see Madame Morgan's face tilt slightly. Hey! I thought you may have looked familiar. Um, you know my papa? I did, yes. Um, kind of thought that you might have been his boy based on the way you carried yourself. You have his heart, presumably. I didn't take my father's <laughs> heart. <laughs> Excuse me? What he has terrible. it in a jar, I've seen it. <laughs> a terrible insinuation. I mean, the way that you handle yourself. Just you by me walking yourself. into the tavern in my cloak? I'm rather observant. Oh my god. That's a very impressive attribute, man. That's pretty cool. Yes, I thought I was being... out of the hood. Very... Oh, dear god! <laughs> oh, and you have a... a fairy with you. Uh, and you pop out of the hood and you go back to full size because you're no longer touching end gear. And well, I would then... still be on his shoulder. Oh, sure, okay. Well, you think that's weird? <laughs> you should watch this. And I'll pick her up <laughs> by her scruff and just, like, move her over there. <laughs> That is... And then she... <laughs> you are not kidding. Uh... I don't know what's wrong with me. It's only him. Sure. Okay. See, um... Reach over and, like, pat Marcus. Oh, boy. Um... I'm a man. You well, man. Uh, perhaps we'd better go down another layer, and then we can all talk. Excuse me, did you say layer or layer? Layer. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like uh, a cake. Just a moment. Um, cake? And she cake. she walks over to, uh, to two of the story. casks on the wall and feels along the side and pushes uh, against one of the casks, and you can hear um, what sounds like liquid draining out. And she waits a second, and then she pulls her hand away and twists one of the um, like rivets um, on, okay. the, on, uh, on the cask and pulls the front of it down and you can see that there is a ladder descending. Mm -hmm. One more layer down. Alright. Edgar, we trust this lady implicitly? With our lives. Fantastic. Into the second secret basement mm -hmm. I go. Very good. It's a very normal paladin behavior. Very normal <laughs> paladin behavior indeed. Um... 
Yeah, and you you ladder down another layer in this building. Um, by this point, the sounds of upstairs have mostly faded away as you climb down what feels about 15 feet. Um, and you find yourself in a fairly large open space, not dissimilar to the tavern that you all hid in the basement of within uh, Graymore. Um, kind of open with several rooms along the side. Um, you can see that there are sconces on each of the walls kind of lighting this space. Uh, straight back, first door on the left. Yes, I remember. Is there like a thing in there that we need? Uh, yes, there's a large room uh, oh. where we can sit and talk and eat. Oh, yes. Chairs are wonderful. Yes. Cool. Uh, Going over. And here for you, you would have been one down further. Oh, even further down there? Yes. And you all walk down this hallway and open this door on the left, and you find a what almost looks like a conference room. Yeah, um, yeah big table, chairs. Big long table, chairs. Uh, We're into murders and execution. I mergers and ex acquisitions. <laughs> um, and she uh, beckons you in, uh, Artemis. If you could fetch us some drinks and food, please. Uh, this might be a while. Of course, madam. And he turns and begins walking back towards the ladder. Uh, please, after you. Man, no, I'm gonna step on in and pull a chair for a little old dandelion. Yeah. I will hop up into a chair. Very good. Sit next to dandelion. Wonderful. I'm gonna help usher people into the room as soon as the last person walks in. <laughs> and slant those. No, <laughs> and then just walk in. Yeah. You, We're fine. Yeah, you take a seat and she walks in and sits at the head of the table and, uh, puts her her hands on the edge of the table. Uh, so did you, like, watch my father a lot? I don't really want to gloss over that fact. No, um... He... He didn't make it, did he? Oh, no, he was slaughtered and murdered. You know, burnt. Strung up on a, you know, piece of timber. Publicly displayed. I'm going to lean over to Dandelion and tap her on the shoulder. Watch how cool this is. Uh, very sorry for your loss. Um, Thank you. When I heard the news of what happened in Goldview, I... Knowing your father and the man that he was would not have left without a fight. And if things were left in that much despair... Well. I'm very sorry. He was an excellent man. Yes, he was. Thank you. Uh, I knew him quite well. When and where? How? We only met a couple of times, but we... Um, I came to visit you once, uh, your father, in Goldview, when you were... Can't have been more than three... Fifteen years ago or so now? Yes, I was a young boy. Yes, um... Don't expect you to remember me, but um, I was there, and I always wanted to go back and visit again, but there was just so much, so many people that needed help that I couldn't. Um, perhaps I'd better go back further. Um, I met your father 30 years ago now. Um, he was 
traveling south to a town in the woods uh, south of here um, to rescue a baby dragon. Uh, oh, yes, I know of this. Yes. Um, and uh, he stopped in my inn. There was a horrible rainstorm that night, um, and he and his men needed to get out of the weather, and there isn't anywhere else around for a bit. Certainly. Um, I don't normally trust uh, military, military types, but your father was very different. He wasn't like any of them that I'd ever met. He held himself differently. He spoke differently. Yes. He was different. Good man. A very good man. And... Um, I guess he trusted me enough to tell me what he was here to do, and I offered my assistance, uh, myself and my crew, uh, to help ferry supplies and, uh, and goods down to the people that he was attempting to rescue. Um, we went with him, uh, a day or so later, uh, and when we found out what was really happening in that village. Um, I offered to relocate the people that were not... Um, dead? Well, dead or... Uh, how much did he tell you about this village? You've heard the story, clearly. Um, I know that he... Uh... Well, broker to deal with the dragon in return of the child, he would assist in the arrest and seizure of the wizard that was responsible. Yes. Uh, a lot of the people in that village were uh, afflicted by um, uh, some sort of uh, ritual that... Like a magical malady? In a way, yes. Um, the only way that they could be kept alive was to go with the uh, dragon to live in its lair. Uh, it sacrificed a great amount of its magic in order to keep them alive, but only within the, the confines the, of the lair. The, the dragon did? Yes. Okay. As thanks for saving its child. Certainly. Okay. And the people that were not afflicted by this plague or dead, uh, I offered to relocate. Where did these people go? Various places around. So not Water. one singular place for all of them? No. Dispersed? Um, it was better if somebody were to come looking for them. If they were all in one place, it would be easier to find them as a group. But Certainly. Families and things like that, of course, I kept together. Okay. Um, but... Um, does the name Rin ring any bells? Would have been the, a baby. The boy that the elves took. Yes, down south far. Yes. I think we have. Deeper into the woods. Thank you for helping him. Of course. He was the youngest. He had no memories of anything. At the time, being only six months old, it seemed like it was... Better not to send him out into the world that had done him so wrong, and rather, um... Yes, place him with trusted 
good-natured people who would look after him and raise him well. Yes. He had a whole kingdom to look after him at that point. And yes. He deserved a life, so that was uh, what was offered. Um, but the remainder of them, we relocated various places around the kingdom, uh, here, up in Fjordane, some across the Mistlands. Um, and your father told me, uh, as thanks for my assistance that he would send people my way as you can see my tavern is not exactly on the road mm -hmm. uh, spit out into the woods yes um, we found it that way and by design we've kept it that way mm -hmm. um, and he told me that he would send people my way that either had money to spend or needed help and either of those things is fine with us mm -hmm. and um when he arrived in Goldview, I'm sure you witnessed, or at the very least, saw and heard stories of people being taken by the Kingdom of Arbor. To a certain extent, yes. Ah, uh, well. When that happened the first time, he contacted me. And told me that he would contact me again should something like that happen. And he did several times over the years when they were taken. Yeah, and... raiders would come to pillage people. Yes. Uh, when the kingdom would take them and uh, take them to be citizens in the city or use them in the military, uh, we would intervene. Rescue them. Yes. But we couldn't very well send them home. Yes, because if the soldiers be went again. back, they would just be taken again. They would realize that somebody was bartering yes. a deal with someone in your town. Certainly. Okay. So they were relocated okay. elsewhere. Interesting. It was very kind of you. It's also nice to hear that many of the people that were lost from my village might not have all winded up dead all of the time. No. Um... We don't keep track of all of them, it's safer that way, but they all are sent somewhere that they can start a new life. Families kept together. If there isn't a family, we try to group a couple of them, so at least they know someone. Yeah. Um, there are rare situations where a single person may be sent, but um, mm. for the most part, we keep them in small groups if we can. Very noble and admirable thing you've done. Ah, well, it's um, something I would have like to have had happen to me when I was a younger woman and um, well my crew and I we try to look out for everybody the best we can as a good crew should I absolutely agree but that being said um, what can I do for all of you and Gear, why are you back so soon? At the, the request of my friends. Yes, we need to kill the black flowers. You oh. also said the food was really good. Well, the food is damn good. Ideally, we eat the food and then we get revenge for our friend Engear on the black flower family. I have issues with the black flowers as well, so that bodes well with me. I, th I think many of us do. They are a despicable family who's done horrible things to people. 
and I've accomplished what I set out to do. I found the younger Shaw, and together we will walk in and ruin the lives of those who've ruined so many others. It's not going to be that straightforward, I'm sure, but... Uh, Details. <laughs> I have... I have men in there, too. In the family? Uh, in their, um... Their lair. This time, AIR. Like, oh! Like, uh, like the place where Engir, I'm presuming, was kept. Like you have people... Like, uh, like, what is it called? Like, mice? Uh, Sleepy people? Yes, um... Got rats? No. Rodents? They they burrow. Vermin? No. Underground. Yes! Hippopotamus. You have molds? No, um... Building has mold. Molds? Oh. Small creatures. Yes, the underground dogs. I don't think they're dogs. The underdogs? Underground ones. <laughs> Known for their tunnels. They do tunnel. Yes. There are a lot of tunnels from what I've heard. Because of the underground dogs? I don't think it's because of that. Um, but the way that Endier described it when he left was just winding tunnels. Oh. I don't know how much you remember about that, Endier. You were... Um, ranting a bit in your state. Uh, How could I ever forget? They call it the Beneath. Well, right? That's their um, name for this? Uh, no, that's what their um, their lair is called. Under, yes. their, under their grounds. Specifically okay. the Black Flowers. Yes, the Black Flowers. Okay. It is a winding maze of paths. Many rooms, many doors. Oh, so this is like a constructed area and not just natural, like, caves or caverns? Or is it a bit of both? A little bit of both, I would suppose. So some, some areas of stone, some areas of yes. wood. Some wood, and more stone than not. Okay. It's under, so a lot of dirt. Yes. But many rooms, they have, uh, well, probably fewer doors now after I've been through. <laughs> Took fewer with me. <sighs> How long did it take you to get out after you escaped from wherever you were held captive? Hours? Minutes? Hard to tell. Certainly. Okay. I escape, have bit a tussle with a few people. And I ran. But when you escaped, finally you found yourself on land above above the ground? Oh, I had to go upstairs first. Okay, so there are stairs. Yes, there were stairs, like spiral. And, and then, then trapdoor. Like, tw- twig was, a, yes, a trapdoor. Okay. When you emerged, do you remember being in a forest? Mm-hmm. And you are also looking to get your captive men out of this location. Absolutely. 
if at all possible. And you have on, you've only been able to intervene while they're en route, never a successful rescue while they have been interred. Unfortunately not. We okay. did try to assault the Black Flower Fortress at one point, but deemed it too risky. Yes, forgive me, you call it a fortress? Yes. Um, Is it a keep? Like a castle? Not quite. It's uh, it's more of a grounds. It's a very large house within the city. Uh, there are in the city. Well, the the, the it is and it isn't. It's yes, part of the know, main the city, house, but outside is okay. within the city. But they are underneath, both in and outside of the city. Sure, there are tunnels that lead out. Um, based on what Engir told us, from what he remembers, um, it is somewhere within the forest outside of the city to the west. Um, and, uh, that is the tunnel that they brought you up normally, yes. He was in quite a state when he arrived. Yes, I'm certain after what was done to him, he would have been. Yes. I very much tried to backtrack down passages that I, I knew, things that felt familiar, but it all happened so fast. I only thought, keep going. Yes. Escape was the priority, and I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. All it was right. pretty bleak there for a minute. But then I emerged, wandered through the woods for some time, found my way here. The madam and the red man... They take good care. The black flowers came looking for me once before. Several times. And uh, I was hidden. I was safe here. So the black flowers know your location, but do not know of your secret locations. They know of this layer. They don't know of the one below it. The Wait, one this be- one we're in right now. They know about this one. There's yes. another one down. There's another another one. Yes. Pretty impressive, alright. This is where, if we are trying to relocate people that are a bit less um, in immediate danger, we might keep them here. People like, um, people from Goldview. Yes, alright. Somebody like Engir, someone like yourselves. Yeah, more directly connected to the Black Flowers themselves and less overall the City of Arbor. Yes. Okay. You would be down an additional layer. Um, Which might be necessary lodging. Yes. I try not to divulge too much information upstairs because I know it's sensitive, but we were we were attacked last night. They by, sent for you. Yes, trained assassins. Ass men, as I think Marcus called them. Yep. Or was Beat it, up three ass men in the woods last night. Or was it ass boys? I don't she, know. She kind of <laughs> smirks a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure right. father protected you from any ass men over the years. I believe he did, yes. Very good. Um, a true shawl. <laughs> I um, heard the shawls themselves have been called ass men. <laughs> but when we designed this place and dug out the lower floors, we figured it made more sense to have more than one layer. If this one were to be found, it's less likely that they would continue further probing. You can only hide so much behind a door. Yes. But hiding underneath floorboards within secret entrances you're only going to push so far certainly 
the black flowers and even people within the city do know generally my business uh, but at least the guards are fairly well paid at least the heads of the guards enough to know to leave well enough alone certainly so when the black flowers come looking is it members of the family itself or their underlings their private militia all right the they nul- have pot. So the vanilla pot? Sorry. The, the nula pot is nula what they're pot. called. N-U-L-A-P-A-T. Nula pot. Yes, one word. Nula pot. It's elvish. I don't know what it means. Speak elvish. Uh, all right, let me double check. I also speak elvish. I'm like 99% sure that I spelled it correctly. That I spelled it correctly and that I know what it means, but I just want to double check. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it means dark walkers. Okay, yeah, new dark. Yeah. That was right. And she openly vocalizes that she does not know what it means. Yes, she does not. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, they have an army. That's why this is not going to be an easy walk through. No, but I have faith in us. We've pulled through terrible ordeals before as friends. We did okay in Greymore. We did great in Greymore. We usurped a, a terrible financier. We installed a new king. That guy's nice. We got you out of jail, too. I was in prison. That was not nice. The men down there were very rude. That's why we got you out. Exactly. We found many important things inside of the city. We've been doing great. But have you killed an army? Killed an army? Yes. I would think so. And, And we've killed their spirits and forced them into surrender. Change their hearts. You sweet boy. I think some of Thank them you. also died. Some of them did. Many of them did die. <laughs> to be very blunt, there were thousands of dead men that I assisted in the burial of. I played some music. And she serenaded me while I dug graves. It is uh, one thing to assist in the burial of so many people. It is another thing to have to face all of them at once. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really intend to put ourselves in a, a military position in which we are forced to engage the entire might of these nullipots. We uh, would absolutely attempt to take either uh, a direct route and uh, cut the head off of the uh, figures as best as we can, or lay series of ambushes, uh, put ourselves in positions in which we can take smaller skirmishes at one time. My father taught me many many military strategies. So wait, we can either fight with the squirrels or we can cut everyone's heads off? Uh, yes. We could do either of those two things. We could form an alliance <laughs> with squirrels, or we could just be at the enemy. Okay. Both both have their uh, tactical advantage to them. Um, I would, I would assume their... you would get tired cutting heads off all day. Oh yes, it's an exhausting, exhausting job. <laughs> The Baladin says. <laughs> Beheading is just a part of the gig. Um, just Paladin things. Yeah. But I mean, ideally, again, we do not have to put ourselves in circumstances in which we are 
giving the enemy the opportunity to determine the course and field of battle that we, as the uh, in liberators, are capable of making that decision. We're pretty sneaky. I'm very sneaky. You're also very sneaky. Our good friend is very sneaky. Our two friends who aren't present are very sneaky. They're that sneaky. They're there, not even present. There are more of you. They're out in the woods looking for the trap door that Engear used. I see. It's a cat and a clown. All right. <laughs> um, they will definitely need to be on the layer below this. Then they are clowns. Painfully obvious. Oh yes. Um, I wouldn't know what that's like. They're pa- actually painfully is a good word choice. Yes, actually. he's you know a clown. <laughs> they're yes. pretty good at hiding though. I'm sorry, I didn't get the rest of your names. Uh, I'm Dandelion. Dandelion? Ren. Cookie! Mm-hmm. This is Belle. Hi. The clown is Mr. Pigeon. Sir, Mr. Pigeon, he has been knighted by the King of Greymore. Uh, and then the right. tabaxi is Twig. And don't forget, um, the young master. <laughs> oh, yes, and then, um, well, how do I put him? Um... He's dead. Yes, they're undead servant. Uh, he likes to dance, though. They're undead dancing. So he's part of their uh, carnival routine, I believe. They're former carnival workers. That's why he's a clown. Ah, that makes more sense. That is... He's uh, been doing it yes. a century. Oh, my God. It's a long time to clown. It's an incredibly long time to clown. Is he down to clown? I believe it all times. <laughs> With no bounds. Exactly. Um, well, I am Madam Evelyn Morgan. It's a beautiful name. That name Thank sounds you. familiar. Have we heard that name before? You have not. Okay. You've heard Madam Macabre. Mm-hmm. It's not this. Different. Yeah. Her name starts with an E too, doesn't it? No, her name's an L. I want to say... Oh, man. So long. Nope, oh, nope, I've hit Dudley, I've gone too far. It's Arthur. I want to say it's like Lyanna, Lyanna. Mm, that doesn't sound right. No? I don't think so. Maybe I'm thinking of her father. Elena. Elena. It does start with it was it. Uh, it doesn't so, so many madams with I was thinking of the mother the Lilia. Yeah, Lilia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Buried under our favorite tree in the shade in the kingdom. Yes. Are you alright, Angear? Hmm? Help. <laughs> um Okay. Evelyn. Yes. Morrigan. Morrigan. Hmm. Well, so you met my father, and you were already doing what you were doing? Yes, for about two years when I met him. Right. How many men do you have who have been captured by the Black Flowers? And are they members of your crew, or members that you were attempting to ferry away? Two of my crew, one we are ferrying away. Three prisoners. How long have they been gone? 
Two months. Too long. They're missing? Well, yeah, we yeah, know they're, where they are. They're being held Sorry, in the, the compound. Oh, yep, right. The yes. mm -hmm. Their names. Bim, Chim, and... <laughs> Bim again. <laughs> Bim, Bim, and Jim. Bim, Bim, Jim, Jim, and Bim, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Elrin. Yeah, Elrin. Elrin. <laughs> uh, I will give you those names at the top of the next episode. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> ten Kim and Jim. Hadn't considered that they would need names. Yeah. <laughs> we do need to identify the people when we rescue them. Yes. Like, we can't just be like, are yeah. you Madame Macabre's la or Madame Morgan's man? Sure. Great. Get in the car. <laughs> Madame Morgan's man number one. Yeah, we got guy one. You <laughs> sent for 50 people, right? Yeah. I, I, I haven't gotten quite that far. Yep. I hope uh, one of them is actually named guy, guy one. one. Yeah. Bing Pot. Uh... <laughs> Um, uh, two months may not seem like a long time, but... Uh, oh, no, while imprisoned and being beaten, it's a very long time. Yeah, they're doing more than just beating people in there. That's worse. Two months is an incredibly long time when in prison. You're absolutely right. Now, you said you wish that somebody had done what you do for people before for you when you were a younger woman. Yes. Were you also captured by the Black Flowers or by some other nefarious group? Uh, if you don't mind sharing, obviously, but I mean, painting the picture here requires very pertinent details yes. sometimes. Uh, less captured, more born into. Oh, I'm very sorry. Yes, um, excuse my uh, pressing dandelion, is it? Yes. You're from the Feywild, yes, you're a fairy. Yes. Pixie, something of that nature. Unclear. From the Feywild. Yes. Uh, we can trust her. Well, she knows my life story. She she's, visited me as a babe. She's very good at that. She has this knack about her. She can look at anyone and figure them out within minutes. What do you mean, figure them out? She knows things. What oh, makes no. them tick? Oh, oh, well, that, that's fine. All right. Yes, right. just... Paladin. <laughs> not their stories or anything, but just kind of what makes them who and why they are. Um, if you take your friend Engir, for example, um, the everyone holds pain within them differently from memories, things that have happened in their past, recent and further back. Everyone wears that differently, and it weighs differently on them. Mm -hmm. um, how much do they know, Engir? Obviously, I do not know the details. Uh, something I've told them enough. Enough. I still feel as though they do not know the true me, but in time. Um, despite all of the horrific things that your friend Engir went through more recently with the Black Flowers, the pain that weighs on him is from further back. Yes, the hag. Yes. Yes, we were told of the hag very briefly, but not in full detail. Yes. And I can't see... I did not know it was a hag until he told me that it was. Certainly. But I could see the way that he wears himself, the way that he had been worn down, was not the result of 
just being in prison, being beaten. This was past psychological trauma. Sure. Uh, But as I said to him, it is important to never forget the things that made you who you are and to use that pain to grow stronger. It gets easier. He'd mouth along the words when you said them. Yeah. You wouldn't see my mouth moving, but you would definitely see the bandana moving as you said that. It gets easier, but you never truly are able to fully let go of what has shaped you. Yes. All right. But my story, you're you're from the Feywild. You could tell just by looking at me? You, I mean, you did shrink in front of me and grow fairy wings. It was a little bit less perceptive and more just... Uh, I told you she's really good at this. I am <laughs> uh, half fae. All right. And half changeling. Oh. Um, I was born in the Elysian Empire uh, to a captive fae parent and a changeling. Uh, From what I've been told, uh, I was made with a purpose in mind. Um, Changelings can change their appearance. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to become a fey creature or a person from the Feywild. They have... Uh, an almost energy about them that results in them growing up in the Feywild. It, uh, it's indescribable. It's almost like a, a, a beacon calling them home. Um, when a changeling changes into a person from the Feywild, they lack this energy and other people from the Feywild that know to look for that know that they are not truly from the Feywild. So a changeling that is part Fey is very valuable. I can change into, theoretically, people from the Feywild and still have this energy about me, despite not growing up there. Um... And I was uh, sold on my eighth birthday for uh, what I later found out was 10,000 platinum coins for my life. That is what my life is worth. And the group that bought me the uh, Guild of Olden Deus. Uh, lent me out to the Iron Crown. Uh, because they believed that my my nature, uh, being part fey, and being able to mask my appearance to not appear fey, uh, with some level of permanence that didn't require magic, uh, it would allow me to discover... Uh, relics belonging to the Feywild beneath the waters. I spent a great 
you know, nearly ten years uh, on trawler ships out in the ocean outside of Southport. Um, and it was under the guise, under the contract of uh, searching for shipwrecks for treasure lost at sea to return to Fjordane. Uh, at least that's how the Iron Crown sold it to them. Um, and the trawler needed to return to shore for repairs. Yes. Orchestrated by myself and several of the other children that were captured with me. Mm -hmm. Um, We found pieces of uh, jade in one of the ships. uh, Very sharp. Mm -hmm. And we kept them. And every time we would swim up from beneath the water back to the ship, we would scrape it along one of the panels on the sides of the ship. Sharpening? Sharpening them and damaging the panel over time, over the course of years. Mm-hmm. And when it got to the point that it was just about damaged enough to leak, I used some of my magic to damage it enough that we would need to go back for repairs. Mm-hmm. And when we returned to shore, there was a riot among the prisoners, and several of us were able to escape. And uh, some of us didn't make it, but a lot of us did, and we fled into the forest nearby, and we kept going. And we banded together as a group, as a crew. And uh, we formed what we call uh, the Jade Serpent. It's a name that is not tied to me, but the name itself does invoke... um, Things have been taken, done, by the Jade Serpent that are not... That have not yet made their way back to me. When we rescue people, when we take money from those that don't deserve it to fund our efforts, the Jade Serpent does that. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I say that I wish something could have been done for me sooner. Yes. And that I understand what it's like to be imprisoned for mm-hmm. a long period of time. You were very young then when you were forced to work. Yes. It's eight years old. Eight. Until 18. And I... We escaped. Uh, just before I turned 18. Made our way south. Found this inn abandoned in the woods. And... Started from there. Did that for about two years and then met your father. By all the adversity that you have faced, you should be proud of the woman that you are. Thank you. I I am very proud of what I've been able to to accomplish, the people I've been able to help. But there's always more. You also helped yourself. Yes. When you wished for someone to 
come rescue you when no one did, you took that plight into your own hands and rescued yourself. Yes. And though we use the Jade Serpent as a sort of mask, um, I don't hide my past. I don't hide who I am. Um, and she holds up her arm and you watch as the tattoo fades away with the exception of the silver handle, mm-hmm. which is in the shape of a P. filigree P. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what they mark people with that try to steal and commit crimes against the trading companies of Fjordane. You're marked so that it is known what you've done. I mask it, but I don't hide it. Mm-hmm. Does this symbol mean something in particular? Thief? Pirate? Criminal. Yeah. Well, I think there is a great sense of justice in your criminality. Thank you. Should it be deemed that. It is not uh, done to people that don't deserve it. We help those that deserve helping, and we take from those that can have taken from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds like righteous behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. And as you're all sitting talking, uh, Artemis walks back in yeah. with food and sets it down in front of all of you and mm. sits at the table. There is a, a litany of ales and a large spread of uh, meats and cheeses and bread. Mm. Uh, yeah. Hope this is all right. More than more than enough. Um, I'll gesture to the pouch that I gave the, uh, the madam upon arrival. With the gold and everything in it. I hope that is enough to pay. Well, if you're going to help take out the black flowers, I think that's more than enough to cover your debts and gear. Yes, but you said share any wealth I might bring. Appreciate that immensely. Even if not for you, you pass it on to the next. We always do. Be careful with the mushroom. Alright. I... tasted the mushrooms and found out what they did, right? Like yes, I, you did. That one makes you eat all mushrooms. Like you can eat all mushrooms or you feel inclined to... You want to eat all mushrooms. Which is bad when paired with this one. I pull out the imp shroom. This one will give you an upset tummy. Or this right. one. It's a stink shroom. Well, this one is stinky. Thank you for this. I'm sure this will come in handy when we are um, trying to get somebody away from something. If we need a distraction, this would be immensely helpful. Thank you, Dandelion, for the contribution to the cause. Don't eat it if you're near no. other of course not. mushrooms. Unless you're near tasty mushrooms, and then I guess you could eat it. Sure. Because then you can eat all the mushrooms. Understandable. Thank you. Please 
eat, drink. I am, again, very sorry for your loss, Marcus. Your father was a very good man. Uh, he died doing what he loved. And I have made some sense of peace with that. As I'm sure he and my mother would have wished for. And now I do all that I can to maintain the holy, righteous path that I was set on. Which has led me here. To yes. You. Well, from what we've heard and gathered news about the goings-on around, uh, I would say you are living quite up to your father's name. Thank you. What did you do when you visited when I was a boy? We walked in the fields. Felt the wind. Just to be normal for a few days. The best I, part of Goldia. Yes. I uh, feasted with your people. Um, played with the children in the fields. You know, my cousin... Who's your cousin? The little Wonka boy. Oh, yes. I Yes. I William. Believe, I believe I did play with your cousin William in the, oh. in the fields, yes. And your uncle? And your uncle. William Sr. <laughs> William Wonka Sr. Yes. Bill. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. He had Bill Wonka. Quite, quite wonderful. Uh, Billy. Tinctures and candies. And yes. Famous. Truly wonderful. Yes. We had a, you know, wheat as well as sugar. Yes. It was a wonderful place. But we just walked amongst the grain and looked at the sky and the stars. Did you by chance see any of the lions of the savannah nearby? We did. We observed them safely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the route she took it in. Like, understandably, she was with children, yeah. but like we yeah. observed them very safely. We did. We were very safely. <laughs> you in your mother's arms, mm -hmm. your father standing in front, protective, of course. But we did see them just existing almost as we were in that moment, just wandering amongst the grain. Yes, in their nature. Yes. <laughs> they ate all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> William, no! I played with his ghost as a boy! He's <laughs> actually a lion wearing his skin, oh, pretending to be him. <laughs> he skinned my cousin. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Hello, fellow human. <laughs> oh, my God. It makes the Leonin race feel real scary. <laughs> men wearing lions or lions wearing men's skins. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, and then we, um, we feasted under the tree at night. Oh. Yes, I mean, the whole village would always come to eat together. We were very unified as people. Yes, they hung the lanterns from the branches and set up the large table. Yes, wonderful meals. It was always nice to hear, the st hear stories of everyone's day. Yes. It was a very communal experience. We would always make sure that we kept the village whole as a village and 
children were able to listen to a wide breadth of experiences. Yes. Why did you not come back? I know you said you were busy. I wanted nothing more than to return, but with so many people being sent my way, uh-huh. I couldn't leave. So, to justify trying to make an insight check on this woman that I'm just meeting, who sure. is supposedly incredibly insightful, she's early 50s, mm-hmm. would have known my father 30 years ago, right in her early 20s. My father would have been a young 30s man. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like this lady also fell in love with my father Put per chance, is there any sense of like genuine sentimentality in her voice when she is talking about him in relation to the the grander experience of Goldview? Is it like I view Marcus the Third in a certain light, and like Goldview is great and everything? Like I do appreciate the time, yeah. but like I did feel something towards your father. If she's very discreet in her voice and tone and I just met her, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, I, I would say definitively the the way that she especially initially described being able to upon being told that you were mm-hmm. his son, being able to tell Yeah, how I carried how myself you carry and everything. Yourself. Yeah, that's why I was like, You yes. watched my father yeah. a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. that was not a like jab at her it's like it feels like you truly loved my father yeah i would say that that is absolutely a a very fair assumption to make and uh insight wise yeah yeah, i would say that you can kind of tell that there was uh some level of Mm -hmm. uh feeling there sure not necessarily why she didn't return yeah yeah, but may have been a piece of exactly like i was piecing it together as like she visited after possibly not hearing from him for a few years shows up and he has a kid with another woman yes like i don't know like i get that they're establishing a history with me it doesn't seem like when she says we met a handful of times it doesn't seem like oh i met you and then we spent two years together yeah no it's a like we had a an agreement and an understanding in the aftermath of your escape in what you're doing, I meet you, we go on this journey rescuing a, a baby dragon and right. saving all these people, and he's like, look at that man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I must go now and return to uniting my kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like, oh it's my god. It's a lot to go shoot through in a short amount of time. Yes. yes. Like, you know, it doesn't need to necessarily be like, oh my god, this lady's broken up by unrequited love. But no. like, she might have been infatuated with my father, and it does have to her still a sting. Yes, and and even you can tell that she, um, to that end, also likely was just infatuated by just the sheer respect that they were kind of similar in their actions. Yes, yeah, a very noble, magnanimous figure who did good deeds and has that reputation of, like, a sincere man. Yes. Cool. That's good. I can trust her with my life. (laughs) And share the rest of it with her. <laughs> Marcus ah, Milfont. We found the next one. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm practically just the more handsome version of him. He's younger. In his prime, really. Yeah, I'm in my prime. I'm immune. It's cool. 
the milf hunter strikes again. She's right. Faye. Time works different. <laughs> yeah, <her>. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Faye creatures age. She could have a hundred spry years ahead of her. <laughs> Me too. You're open your pride, really. <laughs> oh, God. Um, while all of you enjoy this uh, food, sorry, Dandelion, were you going to say something? Do you know Helena Ashwell? Yes. We... Yeah, you can see her face drops upon hearing that name. Mm-hmm. I'll pull out the letter. Mm-hmm. And the candles. Do the thing. We found this. And I'll light the candles. Do I... I keep forgetting what it is. I need a match, so yeah. pull out a match. Light the candles. Mm-hmm. Hold the paper. She reads through it. I mean, this sounds like what the Guild of Olden Deus was set up to do. Finding artifacts? Yes, they look for relics. That's why they employ the Iron Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, Helena Ashwell was the woman that purchased me as a child. So you know then much about her, or were you not... Did you not spend much time in her direct presence? I spent enough time to know that she is a horrible woman. Yes. But not enough time to... Understand her the way that you understand people? Yes. Do you know what she looked like? That we might, should we encounter her incidentally on our journeys? It feels as though she has a grievous crime for which she must pay. Yes. Um, and she just kind of like, almost shudders a little bit. And yeah. she seems uncomfortable for the first time in the... Essentially, the entirety of the time that you have been speaking with her, mm-hmm. uh, and from what you know in the like week that you spent with her, rarely is there a topic that she is uncomfortable about. Um, she may get pensive at times, sure. but this is just kind of it. It hurts mm-hmm. to to recall. Um, yeah, no. If, if if she, if I am sat proximate enough to her that if she has her hands on the table, I would absolutely lean over and put Make my hand his move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comfort, comfort. Oh, I'm hello. a nice man. Com- a paladin. A nice paladin. Comforting this Let me hold your hand. You know who my father was. Right? Like, just going to lay my hand atop hers and give it a firm squeeze of reassurance. <laughs> the, the squeeze of reassurance. Yeah. Uh, Go on, Don. Yeah, hit, hit, she... hit him with the DJ response. Oh, uh, <laughs> is that a banana in your pocket? <laughs> uh, uh, she she thinks to herself for a moment and and pauses. Um, Night <laughs> um, She whispers that. <laughs> She has black hair, long black hair, almost a, uh, 
like a bluish black, as if it's cold constantly. Uh, it's black with almost a blue shimmer. I, I wouldn't ever forget that. Um, so when she says stuff like the, describing the shimmer, genuinely, I would point to actual shimmer, who does have like a sheen to his scales, like an iridescence. I would point at shimmer around my neck. This shining iridescence? Uh, yes, similar like that. Um, it, it kind of, uh, it was in iridescent blue, not iridescent rainbow like he sure. is, but just black to blue. Uh, yes, a shimmer like a fey creature. Yes. All right. Thank you. Um, she had porcelain white skin. Violet eyes like my own, without the gold. She wore a very almost intricate black dress, like something you'd see in a fairy tale almost, of like a not quite a witch, but um, oh my god, <laughs> uh, witch dress, like a. Like a queen, like an evil queen. Almost. Oh my god. As, as an aside, genuinely, would Marcus know of like fairy tales? Would that be like a thing that yeah, would be absolutely. connotationally understandable yeah. for me? Yeah. Much easier yeah. than for me to... Um... Yeah, I, I would say you would all be familiar with some fairy tales. And your yours were probably a little more blunt than... There's not really a lot of filigree. <laughs> the the, yeah, there's not really a lot of filigree the in the fairy tales that you were told as a, as a child. You did have them. It was just like there's a witch. Bah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, there's less of the like build up. And, was that a fairy tale, or was gone. that just like how I was right. born? Yeah. Um, Instructions. Yeah. There, there's less of the like filigree built around that, but you would be familiar with at least the okay the concept of of witch a fairy queen tale. black dress. Um. Okay. And very long um fingers. Well, uh Well, um He uh, says spend away fingers very and he long, clenches her hands. Her spider her hands were actually spiders. <laughs> she um, is a spider, yeah, actually. Spider. She had spider slippers on. Ooh. Um no, she had uh very long Almost delicate fingernails, pointed, black. The nails themselves? I don't think they were real. All of them? Yes. All of the nails? Yes. But you don't think the nails were real? No, they looked almost like, um... Like they were, uh, Like wax? Like resin? Clear? No, you said black. I think they were painted black. Oh. I don't think they were natural nail, though. All right. I would always hear them clicking on the walls as I sat in my room. Like she just was uh, outside your room, she would be clacking on your wall. She would wander down the halls and hum. <laughs> By wander, I mean, of course, she was just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> climbing yeah. down yeah. the okay. wall. <laughs> Long mm-hmm. black fake nails. Okay, fake mm-hmm. nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she hum. would. Come and click her nails along the walls. Man, 
My handwriting's really bad. The word click with the C and the L together just looks like dick. <laughs> I gotta be... Nope, did it again. Hum and dick. She would hum and dick on the wall. I'm trying. It's a Freudian slip. The old hum and dick. Real hum dicker. Right? They literally did it twice. Actually, Please, not it's a Freudian dick. I mean slip. Ugh. Horrible woman, and I only met her for a short time. Yes. But enough to know that she did have the energy that I described. Faye. That Faye have. She had that. Was she normal height? Uh, I mean, to a child, she seemed very tall. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, But now to you as an adult, do you feel like... When, like, you would have been a child around other people that you would have grown up around. Yes. Um, probably normal height. I, I okay. don't think much taller or shorter. But uh, I... When I picture her in my head, she always seemed... Massive. Yes. Just so, larger. larger than life. Yes. Okay. When she talks about this fey energy, have... She said that, like, other... People from the Fey Wild can mm-hmm. like tell. Uh, detective. Have I noticed this energy with like Scarlet or um, like I guess anyone I've known here compared to home? I would say for you. Or am I not um, perceptive enough? <laughs> no, it's not that you're not perceptive enough. Um, I would say that uh, Dandelion almost wouldn't have understood what she was witnessing mm-hmm. um uh what is the the thing that you can like see colors when you synesthesia yeah yeah when you like taste a yeah. color and things like that so yes. it's when you're around certain people particularly those that you have later found out are of fey nature you would almost get um at random times as they kind of like move like if they mm-hmm. gesture their arm uh you would see almost like uh when you put a camera in slow motion and wave like a light in front mm-hmm. of it where it kind of drags and like has little sparklies you would almost see that mm-hmm. of like a, a, a an almost this iridescent color mm-hmm. that shimmer is you would see that for like a second and to dandelion that's just like ooh it's a magical yeah. thing like i don't know that you would 100% perceive that but thinking about what she described and putting back these are the people that I've met that I know are from the Feywild you've not seen it on like Marcus what I've seen on like Oberon yes like in the Fey so like it's weird that everyone I've met here doesn't have that correct mm-hmm. other, yeah, than, the, other than the couple yeah, people would, that you've our met. absence of it would mm-hmm. be what would stand out yes okay but that's everyone that I've met here except for a handful of people that you know are from the mm-hmm. Feywild yes would uh, Endgear uh, I would say Ingear would give off less than most, but yes. Particularly around the areas on his head where the, the, the horns are. Uh, that is kind of... Um, if you picture in Arcane where Jinx has the like very crudely drawn uh, like the sketches. Like LED sketches, yeah. you would kind of see that around Ingear's head uh, that just occasionally they would 
like almost move slightly and then go back to normal. That makes him a lot scarier. <laughs> that guy's very, very moving. Like out of the corner of your eye, you almost wouldn't notice it. Mm-hmm. You would just see the like they would just twist slightly and then it would go away. Mm-hmm. But yes, you would you would be aware of the concept in that sense. Mm-hmm. So like when she says this, it's like like ah oh, yes, that's what I Yeah, Dandelion can put that together. Fey energy. It's a good question. Yeah. It's got that Fey vibe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Big Fey energy. Yeah. Big Fey energy. You said you were born in the Elysian Empire? Yes, that's where um, uh, changelings are born. It's. That's where they're. Uh, It's kind of split into uh, two parts. Um, the Empire? Yes, the, there is an island, uh, and there's a very large bridge that extends to the mainland. The mainland is where the majority of the wealthy live, and the island is where we're taught to... Uh, taught how to change and taught how to fight people they're taught different skills depending on what you are destined to be and then you're sold do you know your parents yes but they didn't I didn't refer to them with a name other than mother Mother and father father. Uh, I wasn't able to see them much I was taken away quite quickly you said you had one fey parent and one changeling parent yes which was mother and which was father father was fey mother was a changeling do you remember what your father looked like um Only vaguely. It's long ago, I understand. Kind of tall. uh, Almost um, like what Dandelion looked like when she was smaller, but larger. uh, Without the wings, but just kind of... um, A fairy-like appearance? Yes. uh, Not quite elven, but not... it's, It's elvish, elvish plus... Uh, it's elvish plus a bit more um, color. Sure. I don't remember what his face looked like or anything, just that kind of general father face. Yes. Yeah, dad face. How did you come to be here, Dandelion? I'm looking for something. So I was sent here. <laughs> I'll pull up my, the drawing. 
and lay it out on the table. I need to find this mirror. Uh, that's a fey mirror. Do you know what it does? No. Um, they're built with fey water when they're made. It's not glass. Um, it allows you to communicate between the realms, between here and the Feywild. Um, a, a sort of gateway. It reflects light back and forth between here and the Feywild so that almost a, a projection can manifest of whoever's looking in the mirror so they might speak with someone on the other side and interact for a brief time. Helena had one, but it was broken. Did it, it look didn't, like this? It didn't look exactly like that, but um, I I would never forget how ornate it was. That yours could not be anything else. And if you are searching for something from the Feywild, it is probably a fey mirror. Hers was chipped, the glass was broken. But it didn't look like this one. Not exactly. I would have seen it as a child so long ago, I... You can't be more than... 15, 20. Also, the mirror has only been missing for a very short time, right? You've only been here for a few weeks, months. Mm -hmm. Yes, I this... found her on the roadside. Well, was I sent as soon as it went missing, or there was like some fretting that happened? There prior? was. It was not very long after. Not fifty years of fretting. Not no. you know forty years. Dear of God, I'll get around to it someday. <laughs> I'll get it back. My God. She doesn't know it's right. gone. It's just Ron talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitively not the same mirror just because of the timeline. Um, I know she wanted another one. What's the purpose of having two? Well, hers was broken. To replace hers. Maybe yes, in case you want to use it more than once. Why? Uh, Aren't there other ways to communicate? There are, but... Um, this is the result of a... It's almost a physical manifestation from the Feywild here. It's not quite crossing over um, or teleporting. It's... You're sort of in both places at once. Your light is reflected through the mirror. They are built in pairs. Um... There's one mirror that exists in the Fae and one that exists here. They have a twin. And they are able to communicate to its opposite. Do you know who her mirror twin was? 
She is searching on behalf of Oberon. Hmm. Or um, Titania's missing mirror. Um. What I saw. I. At one point, snuck in to see the mirror when she wasn't there. And. You could still kind of see a reflection through to the other side. Mm -hmm. It was just broken. Nothing would manifest, but you could still kind of see. Um, it looked like a flower. Just a flower. What sort of flower? Uh... Not a rose, not a uh, tulip, just a bluish flower. Blue. It was hard to say. The colors kind of shimmered similarly to her hair mm -hmm. in the mirror, but I don't know if that's just because it was broken. Certainly. You only saw the flower, nothing of its surroundings? Um... I ask only because, again, that person that we, well, persons that we referred to earlier who were out in the woods, one of them happens to be looking for a very particular flower. Oh, um, it, uh, there was a, a almost, it was very hard to tell with the cracked glass. It, it looked like an ornate room, almost, mm -hmm. uh, Candles, maybe? Not like a, a house or anything. Uh, it was fairly close to the flower, but it looked... It looked more fancy and ornate than that, not like a home. All right. What color? The, the flowers were... They weren't black, right? They were like a dark blue. They're like a blackish blue, and they shimmer. Our flowers? Are you talking about the Tempest ones that we've been working with? Or are you yeah. talking about flowers in the Feywild usually? No, the Tempest flower. Yeah, it's a blackish blue, and it shimmers red. Yeah, it also looks like it's got cracks in it. Like Correct. Like it was lightning mm -hmm. cracks. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's what the, the blue, like, blue veins. lightning veins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's why it's like, her hair is black with a blue shimmer. Yeah. Like, her hair definitively has the same vibe as Tempest Flower. Mm -hmm. We just, you know. Like, that's why I'm trying to establish here coloration of the flower. Is it in a different state of uh, vitality? It being described more prominently as blue as opposed to black. Some sort of palatial feeling ornate room lit by candlelight. Okay. Your time with Helena, where was it? Was it within the Elysian Empire? Or was she living somewhere else with you? Um, I know you only spent a short amount of time with her, but... Yes, no, there was... Um, 
there was an estate in, uh, I believe, Yathalna. Uh, I know when I was lent to the Iron Crown, it was close by, and I, I don't, th- I don't know if it was her home or if it belonged to the guild. But that was where you were with her when she was. Speak Elvish. Have you ever heard the name uh, Zal Kildi? Can't say I have, sorry. Okay, I was asking for a friend. She doesn't know you. <laughs> Forgot you've had a skull. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced he can hear me. What about the name? He's gonna talk one day. (laughs) Zonky Kong? Zonky Kong. I do know that one. And his son, (laughs) Ziddy. Are you writing that down? No, 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 no. (laughs) Zonky. She was the one looking for an, another mirror? Yes. Now, the the letter... Um, was written to John Dar from Helena. Uh, that he... had disappointed her, or was taking too long to obtain... Or send something, right? You never uh, gave me the full letter. Yeah, so I'll have to write it out and, and check back through it. I'm sorry. It was... I keep passing Dr. Calcium. Same, right? <laughs> Did you say um, calcium? It was definitely from her to John Dar. Uh... I, th- I think she was asking for an update on something with having to do with the veil, but there were two mm-hmm. letters, so I have to I have to go back through and listen. Yeah, it, was, I, it was regarding, like, moving up a timeline of some yeah. sort, but I can't remember. And it had something to do with an object that was being acquired or moved, but I can't yeah. remember. I've got it written down to mm-hmm. look through the, the letter contents and write them down, because mm-hmm. there were two of them, and I don't 100% remember what was in okay. those. I'm sorry. I meant to give that to you before, and I forgot. So I'll make sure that I do that. Terrible. I know. I can't believe you forgot in the two months that we've been <laughs> on hiatus. Yeah. In your notes, where... And in what other things are surrounding that in relation to stuff? Uh, that was when we were in the house. We were in John Dar's house. Yeah, you found the one letter, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we were all kind of split up looking through rooms. I think you were yes. taking a bath. Yes. But it was found like in a drawer in a random like spare bedroom. She found it just before or just after the letter that I found. 
Which one of them references Aaron Blackflower calling upon the reflection? That's the one that I found. That's, That's the, the one, one you, you found. found. Yes. Okay. Mine was pretty simple. Yeah, yours was moving was... up a timeline. I just don't remember. Yeah, that and that was in reference to the because I do remember asking clarification for is it in procuring it or yeah. is it in moving it somewhere else? I think it was. Yeah. It was definitely procuring. Procuring, yeah, definitely. Yes. Procuring. But it was vague as to what exactly they were. Yes, yeah, we didn't know get. what they were trying to get. Mm-hmm. It was the like, hey, whatever the fucking thing is mm-hmm. that it's called, like, we need it, and you need to move the timeline. Yeah, out. yeah. It wasn't even what it's called. Like, it was we need the thing. Thing. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And the reflection also seemed as though it was, to me talking about again an item um it's been a while because to me my notes surrounding that are beyond the canopy to deal with something and to cleanse the water Hmm? it's a being it's a person so like my my notes is somebody like him uh project come to fruition that yeah. would aid in destroying a being of immense magical power. Yeah. And then it was referred to as the, the reflection. reflection. Yeah. So something like him. Or possibly just fucking him. Um, and that was specifically the air and black flower one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I will go through and write out the contents yeah, physically dude, of both it's letters. Yeah, totally fucking fine. Because the contents and how it's written will matter for sure. uh, and that you know, was, trying to decipher that, so I'll, I'll make sure I write those out. Aaron Blackflower was your captor, right? No? You had Vol? Uh, Vol was part of it, but Vol was just head of security. I yeah, had, um, he was the second in command or whatever. What was her name? It was, it was, Arne, was, it was Lady Arryn Black. Lady Arryn. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, A-R-Y-N. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not what I wrote. That's how I wrote it. I wrote A-R-R-I-N. It's E. E? Yeah. Man. Uh, well, how do I no. take notes so at A-R-R-Y-N, yeah. A-R-R-Y-N. Yes! Two Vindication! I have two R's. Six Y's. Yes. Uh, there's also a little like dash ab- above the end. Yeah. Uh, tilde. And then an umlaut over the A. <laughs> Can't have an umlaut on an A. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. This is fantasy. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chewbacca over here, dude. Jesus Christ. Who is your captain? Lady. <laughs> Why are we hunting her? She sounds terrifying. It's like the one TikTok where the guy speaks with the alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you lost your shit with his face, he just screams. <laughs> I was talking to. <laughs> shit was so good. Oh my god, it was so funny. All right. I take so many notes, and they're all useless. None of this is helpful. Really? You yeah. don't know that. But, but why? A lot I just of don't. I never managed to write down the information that is actually gonna help. So, like, what have you written down today? I've I have like five pages of notes I mean, from today. These are these are all full. Like, I have like this is all from from today. Like, I've got 
the lady, her outfit, Artemis, Artemis's description, the beneath, uh, the levels we've gone through, the Nullipot Darkwalkers, all of the stuff from her and her escapades and crew, her deep-seated resentment for my mother, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. <laughs> and then here in tiny letters it says, we held hands today. Yeah, right, we held hands. <laughs> she definitely probably wants to be my mommy, so like, works. <laughs> I've started working on poetry for her. Um, yeah, like this is all from today, but it's mm-hmm. like I wrote stuff down. Mm-hmm. Uh, during conversation wise, I would have pulled out my notebook again and started scribbling away in it. Okay, sure. Baywater. Got a drawing of a mug. That's a good drawing. That is much better than my faucet drawing. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to go back through in terms of what other things I, I might want to see what her perspective of in relation is, because it's like, you know, I know she, if she's talking about the wizard, she obviously knows Gala Sarkin. I don't think it matters that she knows the name, specifically Gala Sarkin. It's not like it. You know, like I could hold up, right? You know the fucking drawings of things. Just like, unless she was in love with Gayla Sarkin, and then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you know Gayla Sarkin? Like, like yeah. I would genuinely at some sure. point, especially obviously while we're in the midst of like all as human beings checking our notes for connections, I would ask about Gayla Sarkin. The wizard who was consumed by the dragon? That very one. All right, great. So at least that checks out. And you took them all to... I think Gale's Hollow? I wrote that down. No, that... um... That's the big willow tree at the center of the Blightwood. Never mind. Yes. At least that's the area where there is the big willow tree. Yes. So then where did you take the people? The ones who were... Sorry to backtrack a very sure. long way, but the ones who were protected by the dragon and the dragon's magic, they're in the dragon's lair? Yes, in the... In the mountains, the King's Bluff Mountains. Correct. All right, so I am still good with that information, then. Yes, there's a, a, a valley with a small town at the base. Uh, they live in the lair. You know, as an aside, do we know Mike's character's real name, or is it just Mr. Pigeon? Mr. Pigeon. All right, because we I don't think he's said. Because I know well, he's I never only said anything. Yeah, so. no, yeah. Fair. I, yeah, he hasn't I am, said anything. He I know be, the names yeah. of his blades. That's why I was asking yes. because, like, I have tried to pinpoint additional things about his family, but like, her saying she was inside of Uthalna, probably with Helena Ashwell. I get that his occurrence was. Much older than that, yeah. but this bitch is Fay and could be six hundred years old, and right. also could have her click clacky fingers and that fucking shit. Yeah, um, yeah. I have to look at. Can I see your world map that I gave you today? Yeah, I was gonna say we definitely need a nicer world map when we got time. If you don't yeah, mind. <laughs> uh, you mean like this? <laughs> oh my god. That's a nice quality print, yeah, isn't right. it? That's a quality mm-hmm. print. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Mike, Mike was from Otasolor. The, yeah. the Iron Crown stuff was in Yathalma. Yeah, right. I just was checking to make sure I said the right thing. Yep. Which I did. And then the King's Bluff is... King's Bluff is in uh, Arbor. Bellowing Peaks? 
No, it's further down. It's like here. If I oh, oh my mind doesn't. It's even on the other. Yeah, it's me. on the other. It's on the other map. It's on the Arbor map. A lot of maps. Yes. Because I've like edited the maps. Oh, have you? I think. Well, the ones I've sent you, because like you guys had asked for a map of Arbor and I didn't have it at the time, so I added. Sure. Uh. Yeah, if it's not on, if it's not on that map. Um, it's, so the, the, it's south. So, like, for me, the way it was being explained, it sounded, like, obviously these are the Bellowing Peaks. If we were journeying south, King's Bluff... It's, like, at the, yeah. So, King's Bluff would have been at the corner of the Bellowing Peaks. Right. Right outside of Alinar. Gotcha. Because it was close to where Ren's home was. Yes, it's also close to my home. Like, that's, again, why it's, like... I would yeah, know. The map scale's a little wonky. Yeah. But yes, close enough that you would be aware of it. Yes, it also matters because, like, the Mistlands and the Blightwoods are just forested areas. Yeah, it's also, this is a super long callback. Um, when you guys left uh, Lake Mount to head to Southport, Southport. <laughs> and met up with Arthur, the yeah. story that Arthur was telling you was about where he was from, which was the town at the in this valley at the base, base. of the that base. mountain range. Yeah. Yes. Just for location wise, okay. that's uh, that has been established a very long time ago, mm-hmm. over a year. It's a miracle that I remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I wrote about the Jazzy Florist, Victoria Barnes. I forgot that she existed. It's in my notes. Jazz is common. Jazz is common. Cookies and cream, flavored floor. Not flavored floor, but colored floor. <laughs> nope. Thanks, Dudley. Flavored. That yeah, was Dudley. Lucy Leather. Yeah, Lucy Leather, that lady I hate. Uh, uh, uh. Bad silk. Gold, silver, the other <laughs> colors. <laughs> Great man, Dudley. Underground bill of fighting ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean... As a real thing, I genuinely don't know if there is going to be other stuff that I want to connect to That's these fine. conversations. We can always pick that up with like, the next one. Um, I will... Uh, also, like, because like a lot's yeah. going to get disseminated backwards yes. to them. It's like, I get that we're in the midst of conversation, but like, yeah, I do kind of want to go back through things. Yeah. It's not like they wouldn't know when they came back and you described a clown and a cat. I can't yeah. imagine there's another clown and cat yes. that is going to like. They bring in. down two completely yeah. different yeah. people. Wait, you like, haven't heard about the yeah. other clown and cat? That's awkward. Um, <laughs> they're very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I also just we don't want to be like, they can we sit here for like eight minutes of dead air while I look back through because I've got, you know half of a notebook full of things yeah so um where we will end uh is artemis having brought the food in uh sits down before he does he takes off his um skin. Armor. his yeah his skin yeah. he takes <laughs> off his battle scars that's um, better yeah and you can see that his his chest and his back uh are very heavily scarred across um a very large portion of his chest, uh, some of which look like battle scars mm-hmm. from what you've seen, some and surgery. some that don't. Look like surgery? Um, looks more like uh, like torturing. Okay, all right. And and less... Some you can definitively... So like, like the lashes that I'm go- I yes. would absolutely have over my body now yes. as well. Okay. Yeah. Some of the th- scars on his 
body look like uh, war. Some of it looks like lashes. Okay. And he sits and picks up a mug of ale. He killed three people in here. And takes a drink, and that's where we will end yeah, for the night. Okay. Yeah. I was worried it was like some of the scars look like stitching because he's got a Frankenstein no, 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 style no, 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 monster no, no, no. body. Half of him is blue. Yeah. Uh, no, like, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, that is where we will we will end for the night. Uh, so. Thank you guys very much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we, as I said, will not be live uh, next Friday for Doris. We will be live two Fridays from now. Um, we will be back, which will take us into December, I think. Correct. Yep. Yeah, Wildly. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but we will be live on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the city of Oshwamp before we are off for Thanksgiving and then we'll be back the following Monday. So we just won't be live next Friday. Yep. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys very much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> oh.